Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here with Daniel Castaneda from Quant Technologies. How are you doing, Daniel? Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm pretty good I'm here. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, as a top ninja I see in the background there, I love that you're a top ninja. And uh, all our fans here at Business Ninjas are interested in how companies are growing. So tell me a little bit about Quant Technologies. What do you do over there? Well, we are in the business of uh, software. We we are a, a company that's dedicated to providing software development teams uh, to companies in the U.S. mainly or North America. Uh, we we have a couple of business lines. One of them is on the staffing model, where we just provide uh, the resources so uh, uh, to work for these companies. On the other one is on the project development where we do custom software development projects end-to-end and deliver them uh, working to the customers. Wonderful. Um, tell me a little bit about how the, the staff augmentation side of that works. That sounds really interesting. Yes, well, I mean, there's a, a huge demand for software talent nowadays, and uh, it's just going to keep growing, right? So. Uh, to cope with that, and uh, you add also the, the, the post-pandemic scene where all the companies now are pretty much hiring the talent wherever they can find it. Um, we are we have operations both in U.S. and Mexico, so um, but our, our core is in Mexico. Our customers are in U.S. and Canada, so uh, we have we hired engineers uh, mainly here in Mexico or Latin America. We we do the management, we do the the setting of their computer equipment, their, everything they need to, to be able to be productive. Of course, we do all the recruitment, the technical filtering, and all that part. We have expertise on that for many years, and, and we're able to find that talent and provide it uh, as per the requirements of our customers, depending on the technologies, expertise they're looking for. Right. So we recruit, we hire, and we, we set them to, to work. And so I, I know this process very well, having done it with uh, with my old company, Helpware, uh, in the customer support arena. Uh, doing it for developers is uh, is 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 a similar kind of thing, but different in that uh, the highly technical uh, staff members. Um, tell me a little bit about the kinds of projects that you work on and that you like to work on. What's what's an ideal customer profile for you? Yes, well, we've been focused mainly on the software industry. That is, our customers so far have been mainly um, companies whose product or service is software itself. So these companies develop, you know, software products that they put out in the market. Um, It could be enterprise software, could be security software, could be um, health software in some cases we've had. Uh, so, for example, a company that we work for that had uh, vehicle monitoring, you know, software. Uh, there's different softwares of different sorts. Uh, each customer has a particular software or set of softwares that they, they sell, and they basically require additional software development resources. So we 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 tailor these certainly this recruiting for the particular customer, right? And so, uh, so when a, a client comes to you. Tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that they have. Is it they're having problems finding staff members that uh, that can help them build their team, 
or is it uh, expertise that you bring to the table and process? What 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 challenges do they have when they come to you, and how do you help them solve those challenges? Well, th- there are a number of challenges uh, on in the U.S. There's a big demand for for software development uh, talent, and there are also some very big companies with lots of budget uh, that we all kind of know about them. I'm not going to name them here, but and uh, so they're paying huge salaries. So a lot of times the smaller uh, companies uh, can't compete, right? And so all the top talent in, in within U.S. is a lot of time gathered by some of these big companies and. Uh, and also there's so much demand for the talents that um, there are more jobs out there, specialized jobs than than people that can fill the requirements. So, uh, and also there's also a cost advantage by having it on Mexico, Latin America, right? Um, uh, without having the hassles of a time zone difference as you do higher in India or, or China. But the best approach is always a mixed approach where you have a, you know, a, a team, a leadership team based, an architect team based in, in, in U.S. of experts. And then you have some additional resources, you know, elsewhere uh, or distributed around the globe. That way you can gather the best talent from each uh, area and you're able to supply that demand, basically. Right. Because you, you just it just can't can't be covered just by you know U.S. people. It's just not enough. Yeah. And I, I know that. I having a nearshoring solution is obviously preferred because you're in similar time zones and you can uh, overlap your your work times uh, similarly. Tell me a little bit about the origin story of the company. People love to hear origin stories and how a company went from an idea to from zero to one, right? And, And to get started. And now you've grown the business dramatically. Tell me a little bit about the origin story and the growth of the company. Yes, yes. So basically, I I uh, worked on a on a visa um, in the U.S. for a number of years. Uh, I was in in different companies, all software companies. Uh, I was in a in, in a big company in Florida, and I was in IBM in Florida uh, through a staffing firm. I was in Siemens Medical as well in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was a Progress Software in, in Massachusetts. Uh, and then I was in a typical software in Bay Area. Uh, so I, I went through different areas of the U.S., different tech hubs, and uh, always working in, in software industry and high-end development teams, um, doing, you know, all the, the all the good stuff, you know, the, the automated uh, testing, the CI, CD, all the, the proper uh, software engineering processes, agile processes, um, and so I basically learned a way to do this. And I had to myself work at the time with teams elsewhere. So I've been to that side. I've been to the hiring side. I understand the, the, the requirements very well. I understand the kind of quality that these companies are looking for, the kind of processes they have, the kind of tools they use, uh, the, the things like, you know, the kind of attention to detail that they require from their engineers, the work culture, which could be very different in other countries. So I've been able to adapt to that culture for those people that are, even if they're in Mexico or Latin America, you know, um, because I've been to the other side. So that gives me a, a big advantage. And uh, and I, I moved back to Mexico uh, after working uh, for a number of years, in, for like seven years in U.S. and then three remote 
and we started this company. Um, it was initially because my employer at the time wanted to um, to to start operations for engineering in Mexico. So they, you know, I already had the company set up for when I uh, moved back remotely. That's how I was working from them through my own company, and then. Um, that I changed from being an individual contributor to providing teams to for this company, and from there it kind of started growing with new customers, and and you know it, it grew to what it is today. We're currently about seventy five employees, and we're looking to double over the next uh, couple of years. Wonderful, and and for for the work that you do with your clients, uh, tell me a little bit about the kinds of staff members that you bring to your clients? Well, um, we we really look for um, what our customers uh, ask us for, but if I had to say specific things today, most of the customers that we have are, are doing, are asking for um, uh, web-based development for for web-based software, we're using modern technologies such as React, Angular on the front end, uh, and on the back end, we're seeing a lot of Node.js with different Node frameworks. We're seeing some Java still, and we're still, we got one customer on C Sharp, but it's been mainly Node. Um, uh, some Python all of a sudden that has come uh, across some requirement, um, and there's been a lot of growth on the on the technical support side of things as well. We've been asked to open that branch, you know, it's been growing. Um, and then we have also, uh, we have gotten a lot of requests for, for DevOps personnel. Uh, those are scarce and very required with the cloud, you know, the cloud work nowadays. Um, those are hard to get, not because they're so hard to get, it's just that everybody wants them. So it's, uh, but when we're able to find them and, uh, I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, you know, it's so interesting at this point in time in the economy is that you know you hear about all these massive layoffs from companies like Amazon or Twitter or you people quitting Twitter or, or what have you. A um, lot of lot of layoffs happening in companies, but those companies can't stop growing. And what I've seen in a market like this is that uh, outsourcing companies are. Uh, the ones who benefit from this because people companies want to take these full-time employees off of their payroll, uh, but they still need to get the work done. Tell me a little bit about your point of view on that and how that might uh, be in your favor for Quant Technologies. It's uh, it's a mix. I mean, uh, there are good and bad things about it. Like for example, if you have some some customers and staff and from the place already in the customer, they're going to do some cuts. A lot of times those outsourced positions are the first to go. So that's the bad side of things. But the good side of things, as you say, is that, yes, they, 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 a lot of co the, these companies, they cut off, you know, this, this formal uh, jobs, and but they still need the work done, right? So one way that they kind of work around that uh, is to have, tem you know, temporary, you know, contractors. And that's uh, where we, where we come in. Although our engagements are usually not that temporarily, you know, we don't actually like them, very temporary engagements a lot. We do them on a minimum of six months, but uh, but we or the engagements are usually a bit longer. Um, but but you, a lot of times in these companies they come from a different budget area, right? And so 
uh, I understand how that works in the sense that the advertising the contractors don't count you know, into budget in, from some perspectives. And that's why a lot of times these companies, they still need to work done. So they go for contractors. And yes, that, that, when that happens, it, it certainly benefits us. Wonderful. And where in Mexico are you located? In uh, Merida, Yucatan. Uh, mm -hmm. So Merida is in the Yucatan Peninsula, opposite to Florida. It's about a bit over a million people. It's, it's uh, considered the safest urban city in Mexico. And it's a good place. You know, it's an international airport. You know, so we got flights to Florida, Houston, um, Mexico City. Um, it's a good place to live, to be honest. So we we like it. Beautiful. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about what makes your brand stand out from your competition. Well, I think what uh, outside of my beautiful logo, <laughs> I think that I. Um, it's a, a lot that I I myself have been to that uh, other side. I, I understand the requirements um, and also the fact that we've been focusing more on the software industry. Software industry has some, has some particular characteristics that are different from other industries. In general, the technical level required by the engineers is higher. Um, uh, I, and also, uh the, the they're always using last generation tools and that latest late best practices uh and also the projects are very different because they're usually providing uh i mean the, the software you're writing is an actual product and because of that it always needs to be on the latest and, and, and greatest right if you're going to buy a car for example you don't want to buy a car with technology from 10 years ago, right? Whereas when you are working for software in a non-software industry, you know, I don't know, a supermarket or you know, a bank or something, the software is a vehicle for the operations, but it's not the product. So the most important in other industries is for things to keep working. So if you can need a, a, a change in a particular system, you know, it's okay, just do the change, but don't change the technology, don't upgrade the database, don't upgrade the, the, the library, nothing. Just make sure it keeps working and it makes sense, right? So sometimes people that go into these jobs, these technology jobs, they kind of get stuck in technology, all their technologies maintaining the systems. Whereas in the software industry, it's quite the opposite. Okay, we need to launch the next version of the software, Let's go to the latest version of each of the libraries. Let's see what we can do with this new language, with this new technology, right? Because it's a product. It has to be on the latest. Otherwise, it won't sell. It won't beat the competition, right? And that, it's great thing for the engineers that work in these companies because it forces them to keep updating themselves, right? And it's, it's, it's one of the big attractives that we have even at the recruiting level. That makes a lot of sense. And it seems like there's probably a lot of infrastructure and training and support that you provide to your team members as well that, you know, helps they, they feel supported and, and the client feels supported in that process uh, along the way. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, just to change gears here. Uh, if you were to be celebrating something in a year from now, what would you like to be celebrating? Uh, I'd like to be celebrating at least the growth of over 30 percent right yeah that'll yeah. be a good thing wonderful yeah that's exciting it seems like there's a a huge amount of demand for software developers uh having built a presence myself in mexico 
I, I, I love the, the, the staff and the energy that team members bring uh, there locally. So I know firsthand that, uh, that the team that you can build in Mexico is first rate and uh, the work ethic is outstanding. Um, tell me a little bit about how you integrate your team members with your clients uh, when, when you're working with them so that there's continuity uh, on a day-to-day basis. Well, we, we have a first we have a regular internal onboarding process where they they and this is what important this is where we bring the culture work culture uh, match right so you know uh, we we recruit a, a um, an engineer from some other regional national local company and there with a mindset of how things are done here for companies in Mexico and has there's a lot of things like from things as to how to write an email. For example, it's very different, right? You know, here U.S. people is like two or three lines get to the point. In Mexico, people write, you know, twenty line emails just to say one thing, right? And they yeah. copy thirty people. It's, it's a different culture thing, right? But so in the onboarding, we cover topics like this. We cover topics like, for example, ask. You know, if you don't know something, ask. Don't get stuck on something that you, just because you don't want to ask, right? Things like those that cultural mismatch. Actually, even beyond before hiring, when we start going to the recruitment, we actually have to prepare the candidates a little bit of what to expect because they've probably never done a technical interview, let alone in English, let alone uh, over Zoom or something, right? So, so there is a, a match done even before recruiting, a match done during onboarding. So, so, and then also obviously there's a an introduction to the to the uh, to the engineers on the customer that they're going to be working with. A lot of times that happens during uh, recruitment because the, the, we we do internal filtering, but then the customer also does some interviewing if they want, which is most of the time. And uh, uh, and so they a lot of times they met one or two of the guys they're working with. Uh, but other than that, you know, they they just go in as very transparent way as if they were a new employee for the for the company, except that they're contractors through through one. But uh, it's a pretty transparent thing, right? So and it, it, it at that point it also varies from the cult depending on the culture of the customer because and luckily a lot of our customers like to treat our engineers just as as if they were their engineers. A lot of times they even give them the same kind of bonuses and things like that. I wouldn't say all the customers, but most of them, and that's a great thing, right? Because you know, you you that's the way to make the engineer really feel like he belongs, and then that has an impact on performance. I love that, and I love the transparency, and uh, and for the client to be able to select their own candidate through the process, and how you can uh, filter the right candidates up to them so they can just get to market quickly. Um, that's that's wonderful, Daniel. Tell people who are listening here how they can find you. So we can go to uh, my uh, website, which is www.kwantec.com. No H, just one tech without an H. dot uh, com. That's uh, that's where we are. Um, they can uh, find me at Daniel at quantech.com. Again, no H. So it's just www.kwantec.com. Uh, so that's uh, it's me and it's easy. Fantastic. All right. Well, Daniel, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much. Daniel Castaneda from Quantech. Thank you. 
Thank you, Andy. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.